In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another episode of A Visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Marks Marks, and I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? Oh, just excited to be here and heard there were some memos that came across we need to pay attention to today. And Indeed there excited. were. Um, so. Also joining us, the Marshall Mathers of Raw and Order. Guess who's back? Back again. Host of Real Talk Radio, <laughs> Justin LeBlanc. That is me. That is me. Guess who's back? And that's quite fitting how you chose Marshall Mathers since he randomly came out with a surprise album uh, on Friday. So uh, I am back. I am back. I am sorry. I uh, miss an episode here and there, but I am here is the point. And uh, thank you for having me back again, guys. If you are new to this particular show, uh, the premise of the visit from the FBI is pretty simple. We take turns challenging each other to book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling. Um, We do not discuss the particulars in advance, so it's going to be entirely off the cuff. This week is a special treat. Um, As hinted at before, we are revisiting the Russo Challenge. Uh, We will each have to book these poorly, just like Russo would. That's FBI agent Russo, to be clear. Yeah, no likenesses are intentional here. Totally distinct from any other Russo out there, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Completely and entirely unrelated. Exactly. 100%. Uh, Before we do get into it, though, I'd like to remind everyone to make sure that if you're not already subscribed to this podcast, to click that subscribe button so that uh, you get each and every episode delivered straight to you. Um, Also, like and share it with your friends so that we can continue to grow and continue to do fun stuff like the Russo Challenge. Which is so much fun. This is uh, Mr. Justin LeBlanc, you are in for a treat. Yeah, I'm kind of excited for this. Yeah, it's my first uh, Russo challenge uh, episode. So uh, yeah, let's let's get her done. Let's not keep the anticipating going because uh, I won't be able to handle it. Yeah. So we will start with case number one. Um. And I'll go first here with the Royal Rumble coming this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, FBI agent Russo has challenged me to challenge both of you to book the five most Russo-worthy entrants in either the men or women's Royal Rumble, but extra credit if you do both. So who wants to go first? Uh, K-Fabe's going to take this one first. Okay. I'm curious. <laughs> All right, so most Russo worthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know he he loves shock factor, Indeed and he does. I think no greater shock factor would exist than to have none other than Shane McMahon 
be the 30th entrant and revive his storyline with KO so that we can end this horrible storyline. Well, you know, because quite frankly, the storyline's ended because this week's show's over. So there is no more feud between KO and and Seth because the show was over, right? Like, oh, that's over. So we're going to bring back the storyline from last year and we're going to bring Shane McMahon in as the 30th entrant to eliminate KO. Okay. That's number one. <laughs> number two on this list, and it would be awesome because it would be Shane McMahon. Number two on this list, um, it's it's really a good time to bring back the boogeyman because uh-huh. he's scary. He'll be the second one in, and he will, because of the worms, he'll actually cause Brock Lesnar to jump over the top rope, being the first entrant ever to eliminate somebody without touching them. Okay, okay. Uh, I think Russo uh, can dig that. But uh, what happens next? That's it. Brock Lesnar's afraid of worms. (laughs) Okay, cool enough. Okay, so that's two. (laughs) So... Um, the the third thing on this list, we're going to go into the women's match, and we're going to have Santina enter the women ma- women's match. Not Santino, his cousin Santina. Do you guys remember that? Uh, well played. Well played. Very and Russo. Santina uh... is going to enter as the 27th entrant because we all know that lucky number 27 has won more times than anybody else. I don't think that's true anymore, but I think at one point it was. I think it's still technically true in the standpoint that none of the other ones have passed it, but I think others have caught up to it. I think number one or number two has caught up to it. Um, I, maybe not. Number I know I know 27 is four times. It's been one four times from that. Um, so Santina is going to enter the women's battle royal, uh, the women's royal rumble, um, as a surprise entrant. Um and break her cousin's record for fastest elimination. So she's actually going to be eliminated faster than her cousin was, which okay. would make it only one second, because that's, that's the only thing faster than two. So... I think they're going to have to fudge some n- numbers on that, because I don't know how... That's a really fall. fast fall. Like, gravity works definitely against... Yes. <laughs> for sure. So um, that's number three. Number four on this list... Um, Coming from parts unknown, I think that the Yeti should come into this match. The Yeti! Yeti, um, also known for some reason as a giant mummy rather than a giant Bigfoot, which is okay. And the Yeti um, will be eliminated as soon as his foot hits the ground in the men's Royal Rumble, and that'll be the end of that. And then finally, um, but still won't be faster than two seconds for whatever reason. Maybe he has a little more balance or something. Um, finally, people who we know will be in it will actually do a chicken fight with their feet while doing handstands. Oh, Jesus. And so John Morrison and Kofi Kingston are both outside the ring. Their feet have not touched, and they will chicken fight with their feet outside the ring and eliminate each other by chicken fighting with their feet. Mm-hmm. You really and, thought about and, this, huh? Oh yeah, I, I'm I'm all too well versed in Russo challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, the the important part to the Kofi John thing is that we will have a continued storyline there with several matches that have special stipulations where they can't use their hands because oh. 
that's really adding a little bit of shine. And I know that Russo likes to go week by week, show by show. But if we, if we, we perhaps an arm wrestling contest without hands, so that we can have a Conor McGregor esque shoulder to the face set up mm-hmm. while they're arm wrestling without hands. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how they're gonna do it, but it's gonna be awesome. Okay. Epic. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. That is five. That's creative, though. That's uh, pretty spot on. It's very Russo-esque for sure. So oh, I definitely I mean, enjoyed he's, that. He's creativity. an incredible FBI agent. Um, he solves a lot of cases with zero mm. evidence, and it's it's impre- impressive to see what he does. I mean, he'll he'll have a case solved really in one show. Doesn't even need to go to the jury or anything. It's Damn. it's almost like it's crash, crash radio or crash uh, crash uh, investigation. Yeah, hmm. he sometimes he doesn't even care about evidence or you know no. uh, actual guilt of the uh, accused. No, no. Just... I mean, it's, it, I hate saying it, but he's a little judge dready. <laughs> oh Jesus! I am the law. Oh, <laughs> uh, so on this note, I'm gonna pass it on to our special guest host, Mr. LeBlanc. That is me. That is me. J-L-B. Just my initials together. That's what that is. Um, So, yeah, I actually thought of one throughout all your creativity. Um, And so we all know the whole... Rusev Lashley storyline isn't going anywhere, right? So that's going to keep happening. But in the Rumble, something very Officer Russo-esque would be there, although it's this Sunday, maybe on SmackDown, they come up with the stipulation where it only could be Rusev or Bobby Lashley at the Rumble, okay? And then what basically is... I'm making it a whole storyline. What basically happens, Live Morgan fights... Um, Jesus, uh, Live Morgan, Alana. That's uh, Live Morgan fights Lana. Uh, it ends up being a draw. So, who gets the pick? Very Russo fashion. Both wrestlers have to have one leg tied to each other, and they are one entrant to go into the Royal Rumble. (laughs) I love it. it. That is fantastic. Yeah, kudos to you, Mr. Kayfabe. I simply thought of being very creative in that regard uh, due to your creative spins there. Technically, though, it would obviously wouldn't mean anything, but I still feel it would continue on the storyline. Uh, but it's something Rousseau would definitely do. Absolutely. Uh, I just see that for sure. Um, and along with that, um, something Rousseau would also put in the Royal Rumble. Obviously, he's a fan of the gimmicks. And all that. So we're going with he is. I see him putting a hologram entrant of someone who has passed. This might be a little <laughs> extreme, um, but I could see if Rusev was given the okay and this whole cancel culture wasn't a thing, I could see him thinking that this was a great idea. Hologram of someone who has passed. Um, uh, 
and, and I don't want to name any names because I don't want to offend anyone in that regard, but he would simply put the hologram and you know what? He would actually make the hologram win, thus ruining WrestleMania because that's something <laughs> Russo would do. Um, so hologram is the second one. Uh, also, just to have more shock value for the women's, for the women's Royal Rumble, what I can see him doing is I can see him uh, dressing. Uh, it's kind of taking from yours, but I could see him actually dressing as Santina, Santino dressing up as Santina to be in the women's match, which would be completely pointless and a one-off entrant. Um, but I can certainly see Russo wanting to do that um, as well. But I was also kind of thinking, just for more shock value, uh, something Russo would do, he would take something like the Twitter feuds going on between Blanchard and um, uh, Allison. Uh, what's her last name? Between Blanchard and Allison and putting them in the Royal Rumble just for pure shock value. However, that might actually be a... I don't know. I don't know if it's Russo-esque anymore. That might actually sound good because <laughs> a lot of people would actually maybe want to see that go down. Oh, and the would challenge actually of the Russo challenge. Sometimes you find yourself... The interesting thing about the Russo challenge is sometimes it is good, though. <laughs> but it's only this good for tonight. Fair enough. Yeah. and But yeah, that would obviously work really well and then of course we just gotta do it i don't even know if this russo that did this was it russo who actually put the title on arquette yes so guys we gotta have arquette winning the royal rumble that's <laughs> that's happening that's the, he's an entrant he is number one and he outlives the well sorry he'll have to be number two and he actually throws out brock lesnar right away <laughs> and brock's contract has can't do anything he has to just take the loss and arquette basically hides under the ring for the entire match everyone forgets about him and then roman reigns is left in the ring and then arquette just comes and gives him a samoan drop just to put a little extra hurt and then throws him out of the ring okay so arquette okay. for the win arquette <laughs> for the royal rumble win and yeah, and I believe that was five. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, technically speaking, you you guys both nailed uh, Russo challenges there. Those were all excellent. <laughs> I, um, I like them I, apples. Uh, I I do have one addition to the women's Royal Rumble, uh, just to truly uh, make Russo proud of us. Um, because uh, I don't think either of you guys booked anyone winning the women's run Rumble. Oh, um, that's true. Uh, and that's because the winner of the women's run rumble, uh, per Russo, uh, will be Enzo. Uh, that's good. Oh, that's fantastic. Yep. <laughs> oh. Although we could also bring back, um, oh, uh, uh, James Ellsworth. 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 Yeah. We could also have him. He could be the other one. Like the final two in the women's Royal Rumble would be James Ellsworth and Enzo. Enzo. <laughs> it's so wonderful. Uh, I love Russo challenges. They're so Go much fun. on. That's only one. 
oh, I wasn't necessarily going to do all five, but if you want me to, I can do five. Technically, that's two, though. James Ellsworth and... Oh, true. Okay, fair enough. And Enzo. Um, to be fair, I actually see Vince McMahon doing that again. I mean, they already brought back James Ellsworth, James Ellsworth, and they could definitely bring... I, I could definitely see them doing that. Oh, yeah. I don't... That's the sad thing. The scary thing with the Russo challenges is that as much crap as we uh, give Russo for a lot of this sort of stuff, it all still... You know, when he was uh, associated with WWE, it all went through uh, Vince McMahon's approval. So these are all things that Vince McMahon would probably do. Um, but, uh, okay, so we got Ellsworth, we got Enzo. Uh, we'll go over to the men's rumble. I okay. absolutely love that idea, though. <laughs> yeah. I so, love those two in the finals. Like, Yeah. The key is the women's battles. Yeah, absolutely. With those well, two at the final. I, and I don't want to get too awful political about this, but if Caitlyn can win Woman of the Year while still having some body parts, hey, why not? Hey, I even uh, take it take it away from that political and just point out, if we can have uh, China and um, uh, Beth Phoenix and Nia Jax all appear in the Men's Royal Rumble. Absolutely. A turnabout is fair play. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, but so, well, uh, for my next ones, I'll, I'll move over to the men's. And I'm just thinking, I'm thinking we have Hulk Hogan come in somewhere in the middle. Not not really early on, but not towards the end. You know, somewhere around, I don't know, 15, 16 or so. Uh, but then he proceeds to eliminate every black person that is in <laughs> oh, Jesus. the ring. This is so racist. Go on. <laughs> uh, uh, and then he's left with just a bunch of white brothers around him. And uh, then eventually he gets eliminated by someone. We could have, you know, a comeuppance where, like, uh, that's when Bobby Lashley comes in and, and uh, Hogan gets eliminated by Bobby Lashley. But it still would have that, you know, Hogan eliminating five or six black people all in a row. Boom, boom, boom. That's totally Russo. So that's, that's three. atrocious. <laughs> absolutely terrible. I love it. Yeah. Um, so so that's three. Uh, to go on to number four, um, just because I know that uh, Vince Russo uh, does not get along with Jim Cornette very well, uh, I think uh, he arranges for a one-time uh, trade uh, with uh, AEW for Marco Stunt to come in okay uh, hmm. and just run wild for a bit in in the women or in the men's royal rumble uh, have him eliminate some big guys like have him eliminate braun Strowman. uh yeah i don't like this one as much yeah i'm not as quite as happy with that one uh but then it's all uh brought together by number five the final one of mine is jim Cornette himself oh <laughs> So that also gets well eliminated by Marco Stunt. Oh. <laughs> so, that's my five. Fair enough. Love them or leave them. Most of the time, you'll probably leave them. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I, I cannot but... guarantee that I will love any of those, but <laughs> they're there. Yeah, uh, definitely, uh, definitely won't love them, but it's certainly 
certainly some pretty interesting Russo. It's definitely stuff the Russo would do, though. I could see yeah. it happening. I mean, it, guys, it's kind of hard, though, with the Russo challenge, too, because I'm sure I can't think of any right now, but I'm sure Russo has done epic storylines that we also haven't forgotten about either. Well, I mean, if Stone Cold was his idea, if you ask him, he was behind Stone Cold and DX. Okay, it's true. Yeah, he just does talk a lot, though. Um, He does also say that the screw job was his idea. Um, How weird is that? Who's who's intentionally trying to get their butt kicked by by uh, Brett? Yeah, Yeah, it was was totally my idea, man. Two dudes on this. It was my idea. No, it was my idea. You really well, really want to get I mean, to buy you know, half of lawsuits, lawsuits can happen, you know, so I don't think he'd mind if Brett, uh, Brett tried to kick his butt and then he would just sue him and then, ha, I got money out of you, Brett. One job. Yeah. <laughs> but so that's enough for booking number one. So we will move on to booking number two. Who wants to go next? I can go next. That's fine. Okay. I don't know. Mr. LeBlanc, would you prefer to go first? No, no. By all means, take it away. All right. So we know of a couple matches that are actually occurring with specialty, um, with uh, uh, specialty uh, stipulations. Um, Mm -hmm. The two matches are both from SmackDown, um, and they are... um, of course, Roman Reigns has a Falls Count Anywhere in a 27,000-square-foot building, I think is what he said, something mm-hmm. like that, um, which means he can kick Baron Corbin's ass in every inch of that building, I think is what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then the second one promo. is a strap match, um, and so I guess my thoughts are I want to hear both of those booked. Oh, okay. style. Both of them booked Russo style. Yep. Whoever wants to go first can go first. Well, I will go ahead and go first uh, because when you talked about the Falls Count Anywhere match and I was thinking Russo, my immediate thought was it would be totally, totally Vince Russo to have this Falls Count Anywhere match never actually leave the ring. (laughs) Okay. Starts in the ring, beat up for five minutes or whatever. Superman punch, spear, ooh-ah. Roman Reigns wins, never leaves the... the... <laughs> Damn. Uh, uh, take that, Smarks. <laughs> uh, Bro, you know what's happening? You don't know nothing. <laughs> yeah, just because you, you Smarks think you know what's going on. You don't know nothing, bro. <laughs> Damn. So, so that's that's my my ending, my entire booking for uh, that match. Uh, short okay. and sweet. The strap mm. match is a little tougher because uh, we've talked before how you and I kind of have sweet spots for uh, strap matches. We just remember, you know, it's been a long time since there was a true snap strap match in WWE. Uh, but when we were younger, they were relatively common, both in WWE and WCW. Um, so so it's tough for me to try to ruin a strap match because I like them, but I'm going to do it anyway. Is it, now, have they said this is the four corners style strap match? They didn't. The strap matches where it was just a leather strap to whip each other with, and there wasn't really anything being done. Yeah, they, 
as far as I know, they haven't 100% specified that it's so a I think, This is weird, how though, it, how it's Daniel Bryan it's, and The Fiend. I just, I just totally remember that it was those two doing it. Yeah. Uh, it's so weird. So In red lights? Like, oh my god. How this ends is also up for grabs on that, because it doesn't have to be four-corner style. Yeah, I just think... Oh. Well, I mean, in the end, the ending that Russo would book would probably be um, a, a redo of the Hell in a Cell ending. Uh, <laughs> a ref stoppage in a strap match. <laughs> Honestly, no, that would be that horrible. Uh, but, um, you know, the fact that it's got The Fiend in it, I can see some shenanigans happening with uh, The Fiend going under or into the ring, um, stopping Daniel Bryan from being able to make it to some of the other corners. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, that's... that's uh, uh, yeah. But, but in the end, I think uh, someone gets whipped too much, um, and uh, then The Fiend pulls out the... Come, uh, comically large Harley Quinn hammer and uh, goes to hit Daniel Bryan with it and the ref stops it. Ref stoppage. Daniel Bryan technically wins. No, that would be the Fiends technically. Right. Be- because Daniel Bryan could not stoppage. Yep, ref stoppage. Yep. But that'd be how I'd do it. Uh, <laughs> Russo style. Um, <laughs> let's Sounds see very how... sexual. It's almost like he still works for the organization. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the sad thing. With every single one of these, we could actually still see, like, I I could see Vince McMahon bringing back Ellsworth or Enzo and throwing them in the women's rumble. Maybe not women, but I could see them being in it. Yeah, having an impact on it. Mm Mm-hmm. But what, what would you do on those two particular matches, Justin? Um, so strap match, honestly, you had it on the ball, but I was trying to be different with it because I definitely see it. Because that's the worst thing you can possibly do is a ref stoppage. Um, also, <laughs> what I also do see happening is maybe on the fourth, because let's say it is the four corners, okay, and they do it that way. Um, what I do see happening, the red light just turns dark. And then we just don't see anything, and then the pay-per-view just ends. <laughs> oh, that's vicious. Like, and that's just it. For some reason, the red light just kind of flickers or whatever have you. And then, so this would obviously have to be the last match of the night uh, to really piss people off. And then that's just how it ends. Oh, what's happening? Oh, my God. The lights are completely out. We got to go. Boom done and then everyone has to wait to see what the hell happened on smackdown and then what happens is the fact that the power just went out there's no actual explanation and then they do a strap match on smackdown and it just ends up being a stupid match and they ruin that storyline which honestly is something wwe probably would also do but that might actually be even more disappointing than a ref stoppage, technically. It would definitely um, uh, leave a lot of uh, wrestling blue balls. If they definitely, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. And then again, it might people would be pissed, but then when they would maybe also wonder 
what would happen on SmackDown. But no, I feel like people would still be pissed because WWE hasn't really been great with surprises lately. The last well-known surprise they have done was the big show, if you will, because no one knew that was coming. But even then, that was like, okay. Um, in terms of the, because uh, it's going to be in a, like it's a, it's a baseball arena, right? So it's the field or not the field, but it's going to be a baseball arena. So they'll have a lot of leeway to go everywhere. Um, I see, yeah, this is very WCW style. I see them go into like, okay, well, they're obviously going to do a lot of fighting just across the stands and so on. But then I see the one of them either taking a crazy fall and then that's where the ref stoppage happens. And Corbin is the one. Oh, they both take a stupid, nasty fall. And the ref has to just stop the match. And in pure Russo fashion, they just don't know what to do. So a match actually ends within five minutes. So you see them actually going out into the stands first. They go up really high. And then they fall into this electric uh a bunch of stuff with a bunch of electric circuits and they all get electrocuted the match stops they're wondering what happened almost what they did on raw with bobby lashley and um i forgot who it was with was that braun braun yes bobby lashley and braun Strowman. so almost a thing like that if you will uh and they just kind of end that match i even see that happening as a non-russo-esque um we both, we all know everyone's going to get involved in this match, though. So, I don't know. I see something like, it, it could very well happen, but I see it being that lame. My other thought was going to be, which would be more WCW-esque, is that they end up fighting a locker room, and then they actually can't get out, and the referee is outside. So, we don't know oh, what actually happened, and they have I to go on to the it. match. <laughs> That's so fantastic. <laughs> yeah. They fight oh. into the locker room. The door closes behind them before the rep They're can get in there. In. It's nobody locked. Knows. <laughs> they, uh, nobody they just knows. keep cutting back to it the rest of the show. Oh, <laughs> as, yeah. That's such a, for sure. As you have Lockpick sitting there trying to, Locksmith trying to get into the, the room. <laughs> yeah. I see that happen. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That is um, fantastic. Thank you. I've had. Some, I guess so I'm good at this game. Yeah, I could. Uh, you could give me the Russo hat, and uh, if they say, "Hey, we want a Vince Russo book type of show," I guess I can wear who's, that cap for the evening. Who's Vince? Yeah, this is uh, I hate so. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, my bad. Um, Officer Russo, if uh, they wanted me to be Officer Russo for a day, I could definitely do it. Uh, you have to say bro a lot, though. Bro, uh, I could do it. I could do that. It might be Jesus instead, though. We'll see what happens. <laughs> so true. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. Now, oh, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a Russo Royal Rumble without an on a pole match, though. So I'm just thinking... Uh, Bailey versus Lacey match. Evans, Sasha on a pole. Uh, uh, Sasha on a pole match. Fair I mean, enough. that sounds kind of yeah. hot at the same time. I don't know. And and oh, on that note, <laughs> we will move My on bad. to I the final. Just watching Hustlers. <laughs> but well. we will move on to the final challenge. This time, it is Justin's turn to challenge us. Alrighty, so guys, uh, I have the two-part challenge. I've uh, been thinking. So AEW 
is going to have their own type of dynamite Royal Rumble. All right. Officer Russo is in charge of AEW's dynamite Royal Rumble. How would you book the winner of the Royal Rumble? Who would it be and how would you book it? Hmm. So this is this is actually for marbles. Like there's something involved here. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah. Well, it's, let's say that's it. Well, how would you book it? Is it for the the championship? Is it to face the champion? Is it how would you book it in Russo type fashion with the AEW roster as is? Can't add anything to the roster. Okay, no. um, I'm thinking about it, uh, and I'm just trying to think what Russo could do to change the rules that would be totally Russo, like. Um, we know TNA tried the reverse Royal Rumble, uh, before, which was, oh, oh, look it up sometime. <laughs> it is, is that it is, under the bottom rope? Cause that's where I was actually going with this. Uh, no, the reverse Royal Rumble is everyone starts outside of the ring and they have to be thrown into the ring. Oh, oh and, and the reverse battle Royal, it's, uh, it is one of the thrown most... in like they can't that's how you eliminate well, them I, I don't remember if they had to be thrown i'm trying to trying to remember the exact rules because uh because it, it's just so ludicrous uh, but it was the reverse battle royal they had and everyone started outside of the uh hmm. and um wow it was that bound for glory yeah it was part of the fight for your right. wrestlers start outside the ring yep uh, I'm waiting for them to actually jot down the rules, but uh, all right, it's still way loading. <laughs> it sounds like that was the written first by eight to Turkey. enter the ring advance to an over the top rope battle royale. The final two meet in a one fall match. So, so yeah, so they all started outside of the ring, and it was whoever got into in, the ring, yeah, one. Uh, and and the winner was Abyss. Um, well, thanks for spoiling it. I was just going to watch the matchup. Yeah. <laughs> One well, you got to ruin our lives, man. <laughs> you, I gotta... you still need to watch it because it's absolutely like it's 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 so bad. It's good. Sort of uh, a, a, a concept. Hey, Shark Boy. Yeah. I miss Shark Boy. It does not work as a concept, but they still did it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's worth a shot. Was Rousseau here at the time? Um, I'm trying to remember. I, I would venture so. guess that is a um, not Agent Russo, but a Vince Russo creation. Yeah, I'm trying to mm. think who's in. Oh Jesus, I forgot Road Dog was in TNA. <laughs> oh yeah, that, they must have done it multiple times. Yes. They must have done the reverse battle royal multiple times because there was one at the Fight for Your Right tournament. Uh, oh my lord, twice. Uh, it happened twice. <laughs> anyway, um. So, that's... so on, on to booking the AEW Royal Rumble, yeah. guys, if you're Vince Russo. Ah, yeah. if you're Officer Russo. Yeah. And, and that's where I'm like, I'm like, I'm trying to think where where he could change. You know, uh, I don't want to steal uh, DA Fabe's under the bottom rope idea. Um, you can take it. And so. Do the middle so, rope. So I think, I think, I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, it is it is a battle royal in reverse in this respect. They all start inside of the right, uh, but it is not the last man standing inside of the. But it is the last man to be thrown out of the ring that wins so, or get out. 
I should say. So Over it's like a race to get out of the ring. So, so, but here's the deal: it starts <laughs> because it, it's not the first person to get out of the. Ring. So it you're trying to get everybody else out, and then the last two dudes are just like are just trying to be the first race one to, to get out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That is awkward and fun <laughs> and difficult to watch and everything that a Russo challenge needs to be everything that it yeah. needs to be and this so, DNA now, rumble is really weird though <laughs> the reverse battle royal jeez it is so bad they must Are have done it a bunch of times but uh, can we I'm, I'm thinking maybe we need to do a watch along for that <laughs> that would be yeah so you know what that would be pretty awesome we should definitely <laughs> do that as like a special little thing yeah, we'll try to a find the time. To first. Officer Smarks because he loves Impact so much. Uh, I love current off. Impact, which is not <laughs> that. And I don't know if I necessarily love love it. I just think it's a lot better than most people give it credit for. But but so I now I would put it as um because because to put stakes to it, let's say that uh, AEW introduces some sort of a mid card title. And so it's for that mid-card title. Um, the winner of it becomes the inaugural mid-card title champion. Oh, I, I think you make it for an X Division entrance into the um, ultimate into an ultimate X match. Uh, yes, uh, with a feaster or fired. Uh, uh, oh, stipulation. Exactly. Especially with those last two people. Like if you're the last one out, you're fired. <laughs> Exactly. That's fantastic. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and that's like six stipulations deep. That that's two <laughs> brains working together on one really cool horror mm. <laughs> So who are your participants? How how what kind of rumble is it though? Is it a yeah. thirty, a ten, fifteen, um, five? I'm trying to think. Uh because you say it's AEW's current roster, correct? Right. I'm just trying to decide how many people to have in it because since I did uh, uh, stipulate that it'd be a mid card title, you know, there's there's some people in the in there's the main event. There's 79 wrestlers total that, that AEW has. I would want to keep out. You know what I mean? Like we wouldn't have Adam Page, we wouldn't have Kenny Omega or John Moxley or um, Chris Jericho in it because those are all main event people yeah, but they don't have a title on them. true but i think i think we'd keep this to the mid card i i think we could do 25 man Ooh. i think you don't have to name them all just who are the final two uh who are the final two um you know i think uh because it's gonna be an absolute race to get out i think you have someone super fast like sammy guevara uh, and then you have Orange Cassidy. <laughs> genius. Uh, and, and the real genius. Orange Cassidy. And the real genius is Orange Cassidy is going to be the one who gets out first. Yes. <laughs> like he's just like happens yeah, to be right out by first, so that means he wins, right? Yes, he wins. Yes. Perfect. Awesome. So, so it's going to end with um, Sammy Guevara in the middle of the ring. Uh, and he hits a finisher on someone and then throws them to the ropes and they flip over the ropes and out. And then you're left with Sammy Guevara right in the middle of the ring and Orange Cassidy just standing by the ropes on the other side. Uh -huh. And 
first he you know there's a quick look they, they catch each other's eyes they see each other and Sammy Guevara like starts to build up so that he can get to steam to to go out and then Orange Cassidy just kind of flops over the top rope and out nice. I, I really figured the best friends were going to get involved there and getting Orange Cassidy out quickly oh they're just on the outside they've been eliminated already they're on the outside waiting for a hug <laughs> the armless hug from Orange Cassidy, he, yeah. whose hands never come out of his pockets during that. Exactly. He just Fosbury flops over the top rope and lands <laughs> on the ground. But so that's how I would do it. It's pretty genius. Well done. All right. I, I think I'm going 30 I, because because Smarks did not take it from me. I'm going 30 man under the t- under the bottom rope battle royal. Um, this 30-man battle royal will be for a number one contender's position because we don't copycat. We do things different. Mm. So we're yeah. going to do 30-man, and it's going to be under the bottom rope. And the difficulty, obviously, in that is that you have to like lean down and push them out. And for bigger guys, you have to get them under the rope. Um, you know, people who who don't lose their feet easily or high flyers, you know, they keep getting knocked off the top, but they're not going under the bottom rope. You can re-enter under the bottom rope, but you, you can't go out under the bottom rope. So, oh. yeah. Yeah. So you get a little more you of should the make it so You should make it so that if they go outside of the ring, but if they get thrown into the bottom rope, they also lose. <laughs> no. But I, it's your match. My bad. Yeah, I'm my I'm bad, Officer Russo. But I, I, I like the idea. I just, um, you know, the this this match should benefit the high flyer for whatever reason. It does not. Oh. Um, big guys, then, bro. Big guys. Big guys. Gotta gotta have the big guys, bro. Yeah. Um, and I am gonna go with obviously, like I said, it's for the world championship. And I am going to go with, um, I don't have to do the last man in, so it's it's actually trying to get people out. I am going to go with a very, very tired first entrant, um, Dustin Rhodes, losing it in the last minute to Cody, who cannot actually redeem his championship opportunity because Dustin fell down and rolled out just to t- kind of take a break from having to fight his brother in the last minutes and just rolled out. <laughs> Cody gets it, and Cody can't actually redeem his title shot because of MJF. Nah, well played. So the whole thing for nothing. is a work. <laughs> for nothing. For nothing. <laughs> no title shot even occurs. That's true. That's excellent. <laughs> I love the Russo challenge. <laughs> we really should have done these more often. I uh, hope I hope someone listens to these ideas and we randomly get them into fruition because I would also be curious, especially the Royal Rumble ones. Uh, I would also be very, I, very you know. curious. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, I mean, TNA did it. I mean, this, honestly, this TNA one is horrible. I've been watching... Uh, the one for uh, the abyss wasn't in this one, yeah. so they must have done a few of them. Um, but wow, so weird. Yeah, that's the deal. So is weird. they they did it more than once and it was bad every time. And you think and it... the thing is, it's a six sided ring on the one I'm watching. Mm-hmm. So it's just like no, there's so many ways to get inside the ring though. What do you mean? Like the four corners, I understand 
understand the four corners. The four-sided ring, I understand more. Okay, that could kind of work. When you have six sides, it's just too crazy. <laughs> Two nets. Uh, well, on that note, we shall move on to um, our second to last segment in this show. Our last one being, since this will be the last show we record before Royal Rumble, uh, I figured we'd go through the current Royal Rumble card and give our predictions. Um, even though knowing that on Friday some things will be added, and then of course on Sunday more things will be added because WWE. Um, yeah, pretty much. But our second to last segment is going to be. Nullify, vilify, or deify. That is right. It is our shameless copy of Fire Push Barry. The rules are very simple. You must nullify someone out of wrestling entirely, vilify one person to the bottom of the card, and deify one just like Cornette to whatever old-timey wrestler he's currently enamored with now. Um, <laughs> DA Fabe, uh, your choices are Chris Jericho, R-Truth, and Velveteen Dream. Ooh. I hate you. <laughs> Um, um, I'm this one's actually reasonably easy, I guess. Um, Jericho's got a career elsewhere. Um, our truth does not, so I'm gonna let Jericho retire by by villa by nullifying him. Um, it's probably not the right thing to do, but I'm gonna let him. Okay. This is why. That's really why I hate you, because um, obviously Velveteen Dream is getting pushed to the top. <laughs> and our truth can go to the bottom of the roster. Oh where he's my yet. God, that's true. It's already <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't hate you for those two. I hated you because our truth versus versus yeah, you had two old guys. Yeah, you know, like I was originally gonna do three old guys, but I really was thinking about it, and I was like, who are the best? Like not best talkers, but most overall entertaining talkers and that's our truth is definitely in that category it's just no. i had i had to go with career with career ability you know our truth is gonna be broke and little him and little jimmy won't have a place to eat if he doesn't have a job you know very valid god i wish they would bring back little jimmy <laughs> oh little jimmy was so good sure was okay moving on all right Mr. LeBlanc, you you, uh, you get the same one from from Smarks there, right? Oh, I do. Okay, is that, is that right, works? Smarks? Sure. Okay. <laughs> we'll do it that way. Um. Okay. So, um. Ye. Yeah. So, <clears throat> we're never nullifying Jericho. It's never happening. Um. <laughs> we are putting him at the bottom of the card. We are firing our truth because, believe it or not, he does have a rap career. Um, not and a good we one. Are... <laughs> yeah, well, if he gets fired from WWE, he'll he'll chop them, put a little bit more extra work into it. Um, and there, you know, that, that's that, that's the incentive he would need of firing from WWE. Not like he's doing anything, anyways. Yeah, and then Dream would uh, take it to the top because, God darn it, we need the Dream as a champion a world champion of some sort because he would be simply entertaining as one. Oh, absolutely yep yep oh shout that was pretty easy actually okay next options oh now i have to do one don't i yeah oh. 
All right. Um, you want to do one first there, Justin? Because I haven't really been thinking about sure. these. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> All right. So we are doing MJF, Cody Rose, and Chris. No, we're not doing Chris Jericho. MJF, Cody Rose, and we are doing The Mid. Oh, that's vicious. And it's pretty vicious. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, um, Miz, I love you, brother. Uh, but you've got a reality show, and uh, WWE will keep making Marines type movies till the end of time with you. So, um, so uh, Miz, you are getting nullified out of wrestling. <gasps> yeah. Uh, uh, Cody is getting vilified because it's not like it'd be the first time he got buried on a roster. Oh, uh, wow. Hashtag <laughs> WWE. And Jeff is going to the stars because that's where he belongs because he is better than us and we know it. He is better than us. So much better. What? So, so my only justification for this is what good is professional wrestling if you can't win a title? So unfortunately, Cody, you're going to be nullified out so you can run your company. Oh, snap. Wait, wait. So he can never win a title? Or is it as long as, as Jericho right now, has? That's the storyline. I mean, we know that yeah. that'll change at some point. But as of right now, he can never win the world ch- the AEW World Championship. Yeah, his but exact phrasing. Jericho has it, no? His exact phrasing was, I will never challenge for the belt. Again. Again. Not, oh. I will never challenge for Chris Jericho's belt. I will never challenge, challenge for the, the AEW World Championship. Now, wow. once again, we know for a fact, because this is professional wrestling, never blah, 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 never comes true in professional wrestling. Yeah. You know, and how many does, retirement I mean, matches have turned out to not be retirements? Uh, how many uh, loser leave towns matches have had the person come back in three weeks? You know? Absolutely. Um, yep. But the storyline as of right now is is Cody Rhodes cannot ever challenge for the belt. Right. Oh, God. Fair enough. So Cody's going to be nullified out because he's been nullified out in storyline anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like The Miz. Um, I, think he, I think MJF is already a villain. So, I mean, just let him continue. He doesn't. I don't want to put him at the bottom of the card, though. It means he has to come all the way back up on his own. I think he can overcome it. I think Miz only has a couple good years left in him. Um, I'm going to make the Miz be the one who... I I truly think Miz's ability to to talk could save WWE uh, in terms of... I mean, there's other good talkers, but Miz is is probably still their best. Um, With the exception of maybe Adam Cole, baby. So... I'm going to go with The Miz gets pushed to the top and MJF gets vilified. I don't really like any of those, but I'm going with them. So Okay, okay. That's it. And and I know LeBlanc's like, you can't do that. You can't do that. But, dude, you gave me, uh, like, the worst scenario ever. Yeah. You're right, though. Fair <laughs> enough. I mean, that's uh, – I'll forgive you, scenario. I guess. It is a vicious <laughs> You're right. You're right. So – um, mine will be nullify, vilify, deify. Um, I am always a big fan of themes, so I'm gonna go with a theme. Um, and I'm gonna go with the three specialty matches. You have to either nullify a Royal Rumble match, 
nullify, oh. vilify, deify the concept of Royal Rumble matches, strap matches, or um, false count anywhere matches. Go. Okay. Not I, the actual wrestlers, but the I, match itself. I, I'll go ahead and go. I find if we never see another false count anywhere match, me personally, they don't excite me. So uh, those get nullified out. We never see them again. Um, and and part of it is I I was even talking to my wife about it. I always felt bad with false count anywhere matches for the, all of the fans who paid good money to see it in live because so much of the action takes place where they just have to watch it on a titantron and and we at home actually get better view of that than the people in the arena so um so there's that so the false count anymore match is nullified out um i am going to vilify the royal rumble uh you really love strap matches huh uh but it's not so much... <laughs> that sounded so wrong. Go on, sorry. <laughs> um, um, it's not so much that I really love strap matches. It's that <laughs> I I think that um, that cycles in wrestling can be important um, and can be good. And so it is time for the Royal Rumble to take a back seat for a while. Uh, and, an, and a new contender come up. Now, there's a point. If you just said Hell in a Cell... Um, in the thing, Hell in a Cell would have been the one uh, vilified down, uh, because I'm tired of that match. Um, so, so the strap match wins mostly by default because I just think WWE has become so reliant on these certain gimmick matches that they pull out once a year uh, that it would be nice for them to put them on the back burner and put some other gimmick matches up on the front for a while so so yeah so royal rumble uh vilified and strap match deified okay hmm. that works uh i'm next i guess okay. um so strap matches are getting out of here um, wow they've yeah. been on for 15 years it seems like but go on that's it i'm uh, losing you <laughs> but the lovely the lovely listeners won't get to hear this precious voice um so yeah i don't know i just feel like i mean i guess i can't really downgrade any false count anywhere matches they're kind of already there uh but i will downgrade them i guess and then we'll just keep the royal rumble where it is it's great that it's once a year this time we have two matches a year um and yeah it's just very unfortunate that we might not actually have a lot of great surprises this year that's the only issue where maybe i'm even considering downgrading the rumble if we don't get surprises because if there's no surprises then there's absolutely no point of the They're rumble anymore the surprises for the last three weeks they've done surprise hey here's this person hey here's this person yeah Oh, hey, look, you know, um, Tegan Knox is back in NXT. Oh, oh hey, look, yeah. here's Mercedes Mercedes Martinez debuting in NXT. Oh, here's Big Show back from nowhere. Oh, here's John Morrison back. Right. Yeah. But I, so I would they already ruined other surprises. I would definitely like to give you mad props on doing exactly what already exists. <laughs> yeah, like basically exactly. saying, uh, yeah, I know. In terms of the yeah. rankings, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
people I guess strap you're right. They should belong uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but, good are job. you serious? We haven't seen this draft in 15 years? Oh, oh, I don't know that it's been that long, but but I don't think we've seen a four corner style. We've seen some Texas bull rope ones and stuff like that that are essentially the same thing, but I don't know that we've seen um, a four corner style once. Uh, Eddie Guerrero versus. Um, uh, JBL was the last time I remember seeing one. Oh, snap. by style. the way, fun little fact: a lot of people are saying the greatest strap match in pro wrestling is Sting versus Vader. Yep, I don't know yep. if y'all remember was that. that. Was that I... Vader um, head Sting in the? It ended, I think, the same way the JBL one did. Vader, I think, had it Sting in a chokehold, dragging him around the ring, and Sting would hit the the corners as they went by. And then managed to get loose before the fourth corner. So Vader hit the first three corners first, and, and then Sting hit him right behind him, mm. if I remember right. And then managed to sneak out and got the fourth corner. And I feel like that's the only way to really win a strap match. It's either the other guy gets it first, or you do that last minute, like before you hit it, you pull him over, and then you just hit it. Like that's why for I'm, me, strap matches are so pointless. I've well, seen them before where it was just a strap attaching them so nobody could run away and then it was a pinfall match the the official rules at least in wcw the official rules were that pinfalls also uh were legal so you could pin them but submissions were not allowed um or didn't get a win right Um, it could also be a last man standing match by beating the person into oblivion and walking around and getting the other four quarters. Now, of course, variations on it were the dog collar match or the Texas bull rope match or the country whipping match, you know, uh, things like that, which didn't always have the four corner restraint, but Correct. I don't, I don't know when the last one was, uh, but it's been a long time and I'm excited um, for it. I really am. That's uh, sadly, and I hate the fiend wrestling in red, but um, I'm 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 most excited for that match, and I should be most excited for the Royal Rumble, which is sad. So now Damn. I will tell you this right now, um, I'm not super excited for the Royal Rumble, kind of like Da Fabe. Um, but if Killer Cross debuts at the Royal Rumble, I will be out of my seat yelling in my living room. So yeah. Yeah. he did sign, right? He has not officially signed anywhere that we know that we know of. Um, okay. But uh, and this is why I I'm speculating that he's not going to show up, even if he has signed. Um, the uh, independent um, places have uh, confirmed that he is not available for bookings WrestleMania week, mm. um, and that's a big weekend for a lot of indies uh, as well. They love to to throw events there and so the fact that he took himself off of availability for that weekend implies that he's going to be somewhere either wrestlemania or the raw following wrestlemania um but i could totally see it all being a swerve uh and him debuting you know on royal rumble i mean right it'd be a great time for him to debut well i mean they have to have something because honestly and we're getting there shortly, but this Royal Rumble looks pretty trash. So well, well they haven't named anybody. I mean, do you have Roman Baron? Well, uh, we have twenty. What do you mean anybody? We have twenty participants so far. Okay, there's still ten missing. Um, That's valid. 
but a I'm lot sure there'll of be some NXT stars. Online. There's a lot of speculation online, uh, and and it's been denied by the person. Um, but of course, this person would deny it um, because the surprise factor of it would be huge. But a lot of people are speculating that Edge is going to make his return to the ring at the Royal Rumble. Uh, oh, I which, thought you were going to say that Rusev and Lana are going to get back together. Uh, 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 that <laughs> might happen, though. Um, honestly, though, like, why is everyone all hyped up on Edge? Like, I'd be, it'd be cool to see him, sure, but I don't want to see Edge's legacy get tarnished in today's WWE. Like, I would rather you not bring Edge back. I don't I th- think it's good. I think him coming back for a one-off appearance is one thing. Uh, I I don't want to see him come back as a regular wrestler. He'll be the next Matt Hardy, for all we know. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Thrown out there to get I mean, destroyed by Eric Rowan. Oh, like, what is this? And... Oh man, and he and uh, Matt Hardy even posted a few uh, videos from the delete and all that. He's basically saying like his days are up, his contract ends March first, and uh, it looks as though he's definitely not gonna sign. I mean, honestly, like really to get beaten and squashed completely, completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, you could just tell when he goes out there, he's not even a happy camper. Like it I, just seems. I do appreciate him revisiting his old ring attires because when he came out this week, he was dressed as uh, I want to say uh, Matt V 1.0. Right. My favorite Matt Hardy. I know um, everybody likes Broken, but I loved V one. Um, and then he posted he posted a picture on on Twitter the other day of him dressed in the original Hardy Boys outfit you remember the plaid oh yeah with dot with doc hendrick was it doc hendrix that was yep their coach yeah wow manager but so on that note we will move on since we're already talking about the royal rumble we will uh give our predictions as to the matches that are currently uh announced um And and give me a second because my computer is actually pulling up the page. We're going to do like elimination by elimination for the rumble. No. We're just doing the rumble winner, right? Or rumble final winner, two, obviously. Runner yeah. up and winner. Sure, we can do runner up and winner. I mean, the big thing is just the winner. Um, to be well, perfect. I I think who eliminates Brock is an important piece to this because I think that's who who, who gets the raw title shot. But oh wait wait wait, so you actually think Brock is going to lose? Oh, yes, but, but we've been given a spoiler. Yeah, oh. well, there's been spoilers that were wrong <laughs> before. In fact, the last one was. That was the first one that was wrong. But, okay. So, um, I mean, we'll we'll start off with the non-Rumble matches. Uh, officially, we've got Sheamus versus Chad Gable. <laughs> Sheamus. I'm betting that one just screams pre-show, kickoff show. For yeah, me. for sure. Yeah. Which oh, is wow. so bad because he just came back. I've or I, it might be the B. It might be the first match of the night Possibly. on the actual pay per view. But yeah, but Sheamus. So, yeah, it's Sheamus. I, I think you can't have him come back and lose right away. It's a shame because they'd spent all this time uh, building up Chad Gable, Shorty G. Uh, but but yeah, 
it I think unless involves... unless he randomly makes Cesaro come in and that's going to start a feud with Sheamus and Cesaro which makes Gable win I mean that'd be kind of cool at least it would give Sheamus something to do because after you beat Gable what's next mm-hmm. yep yeah beat the next guy I don't know beat Mojo <laughs> Rawley or someone I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> For the twenty four no. seven oh he's not even the twenty four seven champion anywhere. Is is he not? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I I think actually yeah, I think he still is actually. Sorry. I think he's still the But anyways, uh next match, uh Becky Lynch versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Champion. Ship. Ship. Champion. <laughs> Ship. Ship. I was uh possessed by William Shatner there for um, a bit. they aren't taking that title off Becky until WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm not that's... saying it shouldn't. I'm just saying they aren't. They aren't. Like, that's... Yeah, and Charlotte Flair is definitely going to be uh, interfering in that somewhat. And then, that... thus, oh, that's no. why... Oh, yeah. It's going to be Charlotte, Becky, WrestleMania, for sure. That's what's no. happening. That's what's happening. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, okay. go on. Well, I am going to, <laughs> just for the sake of being... Uh, the odd man out here say Oscar wins. Oscar wins. I I don't blame you. I just don't think it's happening until now. Recently. Now the I'm not gonna necessarily state um, that it's a dirty win or that it's a win but not a a title, title change. change. Um, but I I could see that happening. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like Becky hitting her with a chair over the face. Yeah, exactly. A DQ win. With Flair coming in and hitting uh, Asuka just to screw over Becky. Or Kyrie uh, trying to interfere and uh, Becky turning hitting, on them and hitting right. Asuka. The ref sees that. Something like that. So I could see them giving Asuka the win, but not the champion. But okay. I'm going to say Asuka. Okay. Uh, next match. Uh, false count anywhere. Roman Reigns versus King Corbin. I'll let somebody else go first on this one. Yeah, you know what though? They have to end this. They have to end this, right? Like they're not going to continue this until Mania. Uh, so that's why I say Roman, like just to kind of end this whole stupid feud. And um, yeah, we'll see who. Like I don't know, unless they're trying to do a Corbin versus Roman. But then why do you make this at Rumble instead of Mania? Um, yeah, no, I'm going with. Uh, uh, Actually, you know what? Yeah, big dog. I'm saying the big dog. I am also going Roman uh, for many of the same reasons. I think they just have to end this particular feud now um, so that they can put Roman in in a bigger feud going into WrestleMania. Um, And Corbin can move on to a different feud feud as well. All right, I'll choose something to be different. Um, I'll choose Corbin. I think Corbin can get... I think Corbin has more lackeys. And that, that this match can favor Corbin, and I think that that sets up for um, extending this feud until with with maybe some some fiend interference later on, um, because obviously you know there's a good possibility that we could have Roman versus Fiend, and I know that everybody wants this to be ended so that that, that can start, but um, I'm gonna say Corbin. Okay. Uh, Perhaps even because of Fiend interference, because Fiend and or because Roman and Daniel Bryan are supposed to be pals. So, okay, moving on, we have the uh, Sasha Banks on a pole. Wait, no, um, Bailey versus Lacey Evans for the SmackDown Women's Championship. 
<laughs> um, I guess I'll go again first. Honestly, just give it to Lacey. Like, Bailey has failed miserably with this championship. I don't care at all who the woman's champion is on, I guess, what is supposed to be the A, a brand now of SmackDown. And I think it would just be more credible on Lacey. And Sasha Banks is going to screw... Uh, I don't even know what's happening the few, if there's anything going on with Bailey and Sasha or if they're... I haven't watched SmackDown in a hot minute, but I feel like then that's where they can kind of also build the feud between Bailey and Sasha, get that going. Not for the title though, because she screws over uh, Bailey for the title uh, and Lacey wins. Okay. Um, I am kind okay. of, kind of in the same boat, but I am not choosing Lacey to win. I am choosing Bailey to win. Um, but. Uh, mostly because uh, I think they're setting up an eventual Bailey versus Sasha match for, for the title. For the title, okay. Yeah, um, I guess that makes sense too. And so keeping the title on Bailey, but having her win based on shenanigans um, from Sasha, uh, you know, like Sasha turning on her, and so she wins by DQ or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, setting it up, but that's that's kind of my thought. Okay, I am going to agree with Mr. LeBlanc. Um, though she was pushed early too quickly, um, I do believe that uh, Lacey is ready, um, not for Oscar, but ready for a title <laughs> title carry because uh, nobody's ready for Oscar. Just so everybody knows, um, but. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm going to have Lacey actually win this one, and I'm going to have her win it clean. Um, and then the breakdown between Sasha and Bailey will happen after Sasha beats Lacey for the title, not um, before that. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. Now we move on to the strap match, Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan. This is a Universal Championship title match. I... <laughs> I'm such a bad I'll go match. first to, to give... Somebody else the chance to have the runaway if they want. Um, I, this is a fiend. <laughs> what did I do this? This is a fiend win. Um, they're gonna mess this up, aren't they? Oh, for sure. They're gonna mess this up. Um, this is a fiend win, and it, it it'll be ruined by something WWE does here. Um, but it's a fiend win. And and that's important to note because that's a little less less messed up. I, I'll even call shenanigans like it's a fiend retention and the match never ends because he drags him to hell through the ring or whatever. Um, that's that's a bonus check. I'm gonna say fiend retains. I will not say fiend win. Is that is that allowed or do I have to actually say sure. wins? We'll okay. do. We'll allow it. I'll be Mosley. That, that doesn't mean he loses or wins. He just he retains for whatever reason. I'll allow it. So <laughs> that means you guys can also choose retains or or, or loses. Um, yeah, I, I am going to say Bray wins. Um, flat out. Just flat out wins. Not retains, but wins. <laughs> uh, okay. But if he wins, he retains. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. My, my point <laughs> I, I is... 
I think that there could be shenanigans, and and by winning, he also retains. But just thought you were on Russo level still, and you were no. just trying I'm to. Saying, okay. I'm saying straight. this isn't this isn't just him retaining through some shenanigans or whatever. This is a full on win. Um, uh, I think he wins. Uh, dragging uh Daniel Bryan's lifeless corpse around the ring to hit the floor. I lifeless, unconscious corpse. Yes. Don't be dark about it. Jeez. Yeah. Oh. Just mostly mud. <laughs> but but so he beats he beats Daniel oh. Bryan around so bad, maybe even strangles him unconscious and then just drags him around and one, two, three, four wins. So so um, just last up. Uh yeah, so what's happening here is Daniel Bryan wins, but what? The Fiend retains. Hold on. Oh. Daniel Bryan wins, but The Fiend retains. So what's going to happen is The Fiend is going to go crazy bonkers. The referee is not going to call a stoppage, but actually have a no, um, actually have a disqualification. And Daniel Bryan is going to win, but he's going to be knocked out in the ring um, because The Fiend just went crazy bonkers, thus showing more his monster side even more. Um, but he still remains the champion. That is why they're going to fight again at Elimination. Okay. 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 It's happening. We'll get it. And then we move on to the women's Rumble match. Um, this one's going to be a little tough for us to really predict because as of right now according to wwe.com only four women have officially declared for the rebel uh charlotte charlotte alexa nikki cross and sarah logan so there are 26 other spots up for grabs in said women's royal rumble that being said women's royal rumble women's Women's royal rumble (laughs) <laughs> Every time I build shitty wall, goddamn Mongolians come bring down. Uh, Way to go for the shitty walk. That's fantastic. I love it. <laughs> so um, now I I feel like we can already say that there are uh, women that are not listed on this that are definitely going to be, uh, you know, uh, sure. like. Carmella, Sasha Banks, is, Lacey Sasha Evans, Banks, very likely. Carmella. Yeah. I don't think Lacey Evans will be in it. No, I think I think the ones that are already in other matches will probably not. Um, but you know, uh, the Iconics will almost definitely be in it. Um, uh, you've got um, uh, Naomi, maybe. I mean, she's not injured. She's just she hasn't been, off- been in like TV for a while. No. Yeah, she's yeah, just been gone. And it was mostly when they uh, took the Usos off TV because of the DUI. They just kind of took her off, right. too, because they don't That's know what ridiculous. to do with her. Uh, but now that the Usos are back, maybe she'd be back. Uh, Natalia. Um, uh, For sure. You know, potentially even Zelina Vega, though, um, she will be out there for uh another match that actually just got announced yesterday and i wasn't on the listing that i th- saw but we'll cover that in a bit um you also have mm-hmm. uh like i said carmella dana brooke will almost definitely be in uh mandy rose will almost definitely be in sonia deville will almost definitely be in uh you know there's always a chance we could see mickey james in it 
And then, of course, there's mm-hmm. NXT women uh, that will almost definitely get brought up for it. Um, I would I would venture to say we get about three or four women from NXT. Um, uh, specifically ones that they're yeah, yeah. right now. Shayna Baszler. Yeah, potentially mm-hmm. Shayna Baszler, since she's not the champion right now. Having her come in uh, would be good. She's not in a direct program. They kind of started a program with her at NXT last week, but uh, but it's not like a really well-developed one. Um, I could see like Deanna Perazzo um, showing up because she's had some, she showed up on Raw a couple weeks ago. Um, so I could see maybe that. I could see a Mia Yim potentially, um, a Zia Lee potentially. You know, there's- I'm are you gonna make a big? I'm 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 just going over over potentials for it because only four of them have been announced okay. as of right now, and so I'm just going over potentials. I hadn't even gotten to pick yet. I was doing this for you guys' well-being. Jeez. Oh. See what happens? Try to be nice. Yeah. You get pushed into the mud. <laughs> Says the Canadian. The Canadian was telling me to not be nice. You see what she did that's, here? That's what I'm saying. Hey. Take it from I me. I know what it feels like to be nice and then get pooped on. So <laughs> get pooped on because Figured we don't think she's speaking of. So um, I <laughs> I will go ahead and predict that the winner is not any one of the four that have been announced already. Um, Charlotte doesn't need to win the Royal Rumble uh, no. to potentially have a match uh, at WrestleMania. You know, she'll be in something at WrestleMania. Uh, Alexa and Nikki Cross, I would venture to say, are probably going to go after the tag belts again here at some point. Um, and I'm suddenly remembering, I don't remember who has the women's tag belts right now. Um, Sarah Logan uh, just reemerged. He's not ready. Isn't it on, aren't they on the, the NXT? I don't say, I'm at the moment, I'm I'm at a loss for as to who has them. What, the SmackDown tag champs? Uh, no, the, the, tag champs, the women's champs. tag champs. Which is on all product lines. It's, it's on all product lines. Yeah, it's across all. Oh, really? Uh, oh. oh, it's it's Austin and Kyrie Sane. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. Oh, yes. But that's raw. I thought I thought SmackDown had their own. Nope. nope. They've just got one tag women's tag belt that goes across all of them. So. Oh, okay. So, um, but anyway, I I would venture to say that the winner is going to be someone that, like I said, hasn't hasn't already declared. Um, it's got to be someone that they're kind of high on right now. Um, you just shut up and say Ronda. I'm I'm not because <laughs> Ronda's not coming back. That's a pipe dream. Get over it. Wow, he's vicious. Put that tonight. in your pipe dream and smoke it. Um, <laughs> you know, I I think they're they're building up to a potential breakup of fire and desire, I think. So I think having one or the other, Mandy Rose or Sonya Deville win it, um could could lead to that kind of breakup. Um I'm just not sure I know I'm not sure who, who I think should win it. I'm gonna go uh Sonya Deville. That is so off the cuff. That's not even funny. All right. Uh, That's fair. Wong, you want to go last or second on this one? (laughs) Uh, You can go next. Okay. Uh, Mine, without hours of mulling things through publicly, 
and oh, there's maybe uh, this, and maybe there's uh, that, and maybe there's uh, 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 and there's also this. Yeah, I'm gonna be vicious to him tonight because that was ridiculous. That was like 15 minutes worth of. uh, This is all the people that could be in there. Mute. Mute. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so much better now. Uh, I'm going to unmute him now. <laughs> oh, he actually muted you. Damn. I, uh, I yeah, he actually muted me. What the <laughs> heck? Good thing I can bring myself back. <laughs> okay. Cow. Go ahead. Uh, Give your prediction. Right. My prediction comes came down to really two people. Um, I don't. I also don't think Rhonda's coming back this way. If she does, um, how cliche, how incredibly cliche, um, and it doesn't build for a women's uh, four horse women of each against each other. Um, so I'm gonna say uh, final three is gonna be Baszler, um, Charlotte, and uh, Nia Jax. Um, and I'm gonna say final two is Baszler and Charlotte, and I, I I'm actually putting Baszler uh, moving up to the main roster. Uh, my other mild prediction was Sasha, uh, but I think I think they're high enough on Baszler right now that they really really want uh, they want an MMA star versus uh, Becky, and I think they're actually gonna do a um, I think they're gonna do a Baszler Ronda feud before they do a uh, Four Horsewomen reunited. So um, I'm gonna say Baszler wins it. Mm. Yeah. Okay, that's good. I could. Uh, that would make sense, and that could still kind of build something uh, where maybe they build the Four Horsemen Women feud uh, at the end of Mania to kind of maybe go for SummerSlam kind of deal that's still a long miles away, but they can kind of do something like that. So I could see that. That would make sense. Um, honestly, yeah, I don't know. There's not many names in the hat. Um, you could kind of already picture the majority of everyone being there. Um, they can either go after Becky or whoever wins between Lacey and uh, the champion that no one cares about, Bailey. And I guess the NXT one too. Or no? Go against whoever wins the 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 elimination chamber match too, because that'll be between true. now and that that is true. So you know what though? I'm just throwing a shot at the dark here, uh, but it's most likely gonna happen. I originally said that Bailey was gonna lose, but she can always win it back at elimination chamber. So that is why Sasha is gonna be winning. And uh, the Charlotte and Becky feud will just, you know, they'll do something at Elimination Chamber or something. But Sasha Banks is taking the cake. She dyed her hair blue. She was phenomenal last year uh, when she came back. It's just unfortunate she's just with Bailey and she's not doing anything. Uh, but that Hell in the Cell match was phenomenal. And she definitely deserves that push because it is Sasha Banks season, ladies and gentlemen. Sasha takes it. See, and I think I think Sasha actually weakens. I think Bailey would actually be a pretty good heel without her. So I'm 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 liking your idea of getting Sasha and Bailey apart from each other because maybe we'll get to see Bailey actually look like something. Oh, you sad sad child. If anything, Sasha Banks is the whole reason why Bailey looks any kind of tougher. And because Sasha's so good on the mic and is such a presence, it makes Bailey intimidated, if you will. Without Sasha, she wouldn't be able to do anything. She's like Ricochet on the mic. They both suck. <laughs> And uh, on that note, 
I'm I'm so glad got I my threw that little there, grenade in there. Uh, <laughs> now, bef- before we move on to the men's Royal Rumble match, uh, a match that was added and wasn't on my list before, but was just added yesterday um, for the United States Championship, <laughs> uh, Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo. Um, Andrade, 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 yeah. I'm done. I mean, yeah, like it's very unfortunate. Berto Carrillo is a very, he's an amazing wrestler, um, but he needs a mouthpiece. The guy has no charisma and can't do anything. He's just as bad as Ricochet. I'm throwing Ricochet in there again because, by <laughs> golly, that was some horrible, horrible attempts at bringing someone out for Brock. Why Ricochet? Phenomenal wrestler, but can't do jack all on the mic. Would have made more sense if you brought Drew or something in there to not get squashed. Made Ricochet look stupid. I'll stop ranting about Raw. Um, but, yeah, Andrade's taking it. Andrade still has a lot of uh, presence. Uh, they do need to push Umberto. Uh, and I feel like they still want to do it. I'm shocked that they are because they've been pushing him and pushing him and not stopping. So, scratch that. I'm going with Umberto. Rey Mysterio is going to turn heel. Uh, and um, screw over Andrade. Ray ends his career with a heel turn. I like that. Doesn't necessarily end his, but it could happen, and maybe that. He's never been a heel versus Dominic. I mean, Homeboy has never been a heel. I would love that. I don't see it happening. I don't think Ray can be a heel. You've heard him talk. How do you like? You can hardly see a face. You got other high flyers. I love that idea. Mm. Yeah, I love it. Okay. For me, I am going to agree with D.A. Fabe, um, mostly because I just don't think, uh, as much as I like Humberto Carrillo, he hasn't developed enough on the main roster to have the U.S. belt yet, you know? So, So I just don't think, I don't think he's ready for a championship run just yet. Uh, it's the U.S. belt. I, it's still it's the number you know two I mean? individuals belt on that brand. Yeah. Uh, uh, and who I has think, it though? Rey Mysterio had it, and no one really cared. I, mean, I think I if they're gonna give him a belt, he's gonna have a run with the NXT Cruiserweight Championship first. Oh, uh, I like geez. that. I like that. I would like so, that though. He probably better in NXT actually. Yeah. So, so that's where my thoughts are on that. <laughs> and on that note, we will move into the final uh, match announced so far. The men's... No rumble in the jungle. Um, which, uh, <laughs> as Justin pointed out, has 20, I believe, superstars already Actually, announced. I think now it's 22, technically. Like now. But um... so, um, just to go down the ones already announced, uh, Brock Lesnar, <laughs> Roman Reigns, King Corbin. So Corbin's going to be in two matches. Yep, so uh, Roman. Yep, Dolph Ziggler, Shinsuke Nakamura, Braun Strowman, Eric Rowan, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Elias, Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Otis, Tucker, Rusev, Bobby Lashley, Aleister Black, Buddy Murphy, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and R-Truth. But uh, we also point out that R-Truth did also undeclare after declaring that he was going to be so... Maybe he's not. It's true. He may or may not show up. It literally says that. He's going to be in the ladder chamber. He's, he's going to come. He's going to do like he did at the last one where he runs out to the ring with a ladder 
and he slides in the ring and he climbs to the top of it for the belt that's not there. Knocks him over. And someone just knocks the ladder over and he's out. Um, I would be okay with that for the rest of his career. I really would. What are they going to do with Eric Rowan in this match? You're building this guy as a beast and like he's just going to, I guess I'll take out a few peeps. Uh, But who who will actually I, make I think go over the top rope. I don't know why I'm so intrigued, but the I fact that he, you like to squash chases, Matt Hardy. I think he chases somebody who's trying to look inside the cage, and by stepping over the top rope, he eliminates um, himself. Okay, yeah. yeah they're definitely they do that really that lame idea. thing. For yep. sure. Quite anyway, possible. Um, I, I, I'm going to not pick Roman, even though I think we all know that Roman's the route we're going to go here. Um, crap. I'm gonna go with. So, by the way, there's 23 people, including our truth. I'm gonna go with um, Bobby Roode eliminating Baron Corbin after they both eliminated Roman. Even though I really think Roman's gonna win. So you're saying that you think Roman's gonna win, but you're gonna predict Bobby Roode wins. I'm predicting Bobby Roode wins. Okay. Ooh, that's surprising. I'd kind of maybe like, uh, I don't know, but they'll ruin that. I don't feel like they'll make him a top star. No, I think um, what it does is it allows for him to have a feud with Corbin where he's supposed to just hand over that title shot to Corbin. Oh, so you're saying like Elimination Chamber kind of style? They'll do it in Elimination, like a six-man. I, I don't know how they'll do it. They're just, it, it, it makes it so mm. that he doesn't have to fight, uh, that, that he can finally turn face out of it because Corbin says, you're supposed to let oh, me. okay. So that's... It, it's not how it's going to happen, know. but that's what I'm going with. I have a 1 in 30 chance of being right, and I think most people would say it's going to be Roman. I'd say it's not. No, fair enough. Um, you want to go there, good sir? You've always kind yeah. of mentioned the I, card, so go first. I, I go will next. go ahead and go. Um, I also think, logically, it's hard not to say Roman because he's he's the big dog and everything. But, you know, I think going down it, we can already eliminate Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins because they're in the middle of the tag team feud and all of that stuff. They're going to keep that going. Uh, by connection, we're probably going to uh, eliminate Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe. Um, interesting to note that of the 23, like you say, that have declared, um, Kofi Kingston and uh, John Morrison are not amongst those. There we um, go. So, um... I think they will declare on Friday SmackDown. Um, or The Miz. Mm-hmm. Or The Miz, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's there's a ton of people that aren't in it, um, that aren't, aren't yeah. listed right now. Um, this is why there's going to be no surprises, yeah, except for maybe Kane Velasquez. Yeah, or, or Killer Cross. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think... Um, oh, Frank Cage. <laughs> yeah, Frank Cage just shows up in Wolverine and eliminates everyone. <laughs> Uh, God, geez, it's just a tough one. It really is. Um, if you're not picking Roman, it's very difficult. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's all the talking heads have been really tough. Because like AJ Styles and Randy Orton are still not done with their feud, so that's going to continue. Got uh, their feuds already set up for WrestleMania. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> which, by the way, I'm really liking that feud. Like they're still both phenomenal talent. And uh, that's kind of one of the only good things going on either program right now. Well, and I, 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 I feel like they're not setting up for Brock's challenger. That's why Brock's in it. Like, I don't think the winner is going to be Brock's challenger. That's that's what makes it so hard is to choose a SmackDown person to go up against. Yeah. And that's where I 
am not doing that. I am choosing Drew McIntyre. Really? Uh, Yeah, it's it's kind of been rumored, though. I kind of threw the the imaginary uh, dart at the wall, and that's very... I was debating on, because they've been really pushing Aleister Black, and that would be a great way to shotgun him up to the top, but I don't think they're ready for that yet. No. But that's what I'm saying, though, and that's what would have been perfect if Drew McIntyre actually came out instead of Ricochet on Raw to kind of set that up, and he'd be like... Well, you know, I'm ready to fight you. I'm not scared of you, kind of you, because or whatever. And then, you know, people would already be. I guess people would kind of be expecting him to then win, but I still think it'd be off a lot of people's minds. Um, I would love to see Drew, uh, Drew McIntyre, though. That would be a pleasant surprise. The man is phenomenal. It's about time he gets his due. Um, out of world title picture. Uh. I'm going with I am going with someone who's not on this list and someone who certainly deserves to be um, some kind of champion and I am going to say because he is so popular and uh, the fans like him I'm going to say Keith Lee I like it and I think that's the perfect moment for him to come. Uh, it won't be. It could maybe even be for Brock. That would still kind of be a cool little thing, I'm a jigger. Um, but I think Kane Velasquez and Brock are gonna have that little thing happen. Kane Velasquez is gonna knock Brock out, which is gonna also knock in return knock him out, and they're just gonna set that up for themselves uh, elsewhere. Okay. And then we can all bask in his glory. Bask. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah. Um, well, I will say that I do think Drew comes out of this a title contender. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he wins it to be the, no. the title contender. Uh, like I you and I said, who eliminates Brock? Like you and I said, uh, smart money's on Roman. I think. Um, oh, but stop! Why? Uh... Well, mostly, okay. uh, mostly because kind of like DFA into that. Um, I, I expect the the winner of this to challenge for the un, uh, Universal title, which is on SmackDown. So it'll probably be a SmackDown star that wins. Um, and and that's kind of where it comes down to who's the one on SmackDown that they love the most? Who's the Have one? Have they been they... saying like a Roman fiend feud? Has that been going around? Um, I, I've heard rumors of it. Uh, but in the end, you know... It fits the Fiend cliche, number one. Mm-hmm. Here, here's my thought process. Is Brock's having a pay-per-view. Brock will not be in an Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. Right. So the, the Elimination Chamber match will be a number one contendership. Um, if he is in Elimination Chamber, then it's going to set up this uh, Kane Velasquez, which could be where that happens. And the title's going to get put on somebody else before he has his feud with Cain Velasquez. Because they ain't having Cain Velasquez be the champion. And right. you're not going to do two in a row for Brock. Um, you want a rubber match there, I think. Um, so that's number one. Number two, um, Fiend can easily defend an Elimination Chamber. It just makes sense for a supernatural being to be able to get out of the Elimination Chamber to have the lights on until Fiend enters. Somehow he's not even in, in his pod beforehand. There's a lot of different ways to do the Fiend that they haven't even touched, especially with Elimination Chamber. Um, you know, I, I just, I, 
that's how I that's how I foresee it. The 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 thing that Elimination Chamber does is it does give us this question mark because you can have Roman get his title shot at Elimination Chamber without feeding in the match, and you can have somebody beat Brock at Elimination Chamber to allow Brock to have his non-title match at WrestleMania with uh, with Cain Velasquez and a new champion there. I only, yeah. I mean, Braun is is the only other option on SmackDown, um, and both of them have a storyline with the Fiend, so you could do Braun, and Braun makes reasonable sense. But that's, I really think those are the only two that you can do that maintain the Fiend's concept that the Fiend shows up when it's somebody who he has a history with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that makes um, sense. I, I can't think of anybody else he has a history with. He's already taken out Daniel Bryan, um, Eric Rollins on Raw, you know. Um, well, like a and, big, long history with. And he's got to be moving up the food chain, right? He's not going to take on Daniel Bryan and then next week be going after, um, you know, Matt a recently Hardy. returned, yeah, or a recently <laughs> returned John Morrison who has no yeah, history. Yeah. Like, you might get that, but it'll be a Bray Wyatt match. And that's so, okay. I mean, we're all okay with a Bray Wyatt match, but. But that's kind of my thought. I feel like at WrestleMania, they want the feed. So, but on that note, we've been jibba jabbering for um, uh, about an hour and a half ish, and uh, this is usually supposed to be our short podcast. So we <laughs> will we'll draw this to a close. Um, There's predictions; it's going to go long. <laughs> it always is. It always. Uh, like I said before. Um, if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, make sure to click the little button to subscribe so you get every episode delivered right to you. Um, share it with all your friends so that they also can bask in our glory. Um, follow us on office. Holy cow. Uh, Follow us on Twitter. You can always follow me at Raw and Order WBU. You can follow DA Fabe at DA Vincent K Fabe. And then, of course, you can follow Justin at JLB420 is my personal. And then at Real Talk Radio 8 is the Real Talk Radio 1. And uh, anchor.fm slash RTR is where you can hear the podcast and follow me. And I will I have all my links there as well. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and then I've said it before and I'll say it again. Uh, go on to Apple Podcasts and rate us five stars and give us a little review there. It really helps us out. Apple's um, algorithm is based heavily on five-star ratings. So so go on there and, uh, you know, just pretend uh, you're Jim Cornette and we're old school wrestling and give us five stars. Um, hey. And then uh, he mentioned, uh, Justin mentioned the anchor.fm site for himself. Uh, you can always find all of the places that you can get our podcast uh, at anchor.fm slash raw and order WBU. And while you're there, you can click a little button and leave us a voice message uh, for us to use on the show. Uh, or you can click a different little button and support us. Throw us a dollar or two um a month and help us uh bring this podcast to your ear holes on the regular you can also support us on twitter by inboxing us free food yes you can send us okay with that i mean we're some big guys so um food is always food uh, coupons 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 
Um, but on that note, we will close the book on this visit from the FBI, and we will be back um, after Royal Rumble. We will be recording our reactions uh, for the WBU. So we will see you then. Thanks for listening. <laughs>